Well, hey, howdy, hey! Welcome to the Texans Take. So, right. we are in Genesis 25. We were just talking earlier. And so we had decided a little while ago that we were going to try to read the whole chapter. And at least give you a chapter and then whatever our thoughts are after that. And then um, after some good instruction from Bill, yeah, uh, we've come to the conclusion that that was a bad idea. <laughs> and so try to... we're just going to do what we did before and read. And when we have brilliant thoughts or not brilliant thoughts or any kind of thoughts, we'll you know, kind of stop, stop there and... and talk about it. And I think um, uh, Brig was saying that should, you know, give you all a lot more information, draw out our thinking, and, um, you know, uh, bring more fullness to the words that we read. And I think that's true. When we try to get through the chapter, it's it's kind of a speed game. You know, how fast can we read? Right. And you forget read? things. You, you know, do. You do. You, you know, from the first point that you start reading till the end, like, important parts are missed. That's true. And yeah. I think that's what we, you know, we're kind of our goal in this is, even the little things, I think, need to be brought a little bit to the light. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what we originally set out to do. So I think all in all, you know, we need to try to... If we don't get through, you know, a whole two chapters, that's fine. Let's go ahead and, and hit the strong points, talk about it, and then we can pick up right there where we left off. Yeah. So with that being said, so the last chapter we read... Um, it was about a bride, a bride for Isaac, and, um, there's still a couple of things in there that we could have talked about, but, uh, we're on 25 now. So, Abraham and Keturah, did we, did, we didn't read this, did we? Mm -mm. Okay. If we've over, if we've. If we read over something that we read before, that's yeah, I don't, not, I don't, I don't believe we have. I think we have. <laughs> do we start Abraham there? again took a wife, and her name was Keturah. Oh, you know what? We only got about halfway through this is what it was. That's okay. So, 25. Abraham again took a wife, and her name was Keturah. And she bore him Zimram, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan begot Sheba and Dedan, and the sons of Dedan were Asherim, Letushim, and Leumimim, and the sons of Midian were Ephah, Epher, Hanok, Abida, and Eldah. That's right, I did read through yeah, all these names. Yeah, yeah. That's right. All so these you're getting the to do it too. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, and Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. But I, I, yeah, blah, 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 blah. but Abraham gave gifts to the sons of the concubine, concubines, which Abraham had. And while he was still living, he sent them eastward, away from Isaac his son, to the country of the east. Ah, Abraham's death and burial. This is the sum of the years of Abraham's life, which he lived, one hundred and seventy-five years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died in a good old age. An old man and full of years, he was gathered to his people. 
And his sons, Isaac and Ishmael, buried him in the cave of Machpelah. And two points I'd like to say right there also. Yeah. Um, one thing is you see right here that, you know, as God said before, you know, we're going to limit those days. Uh-huh. You know, the spirit of the spirit of the Lord will not reside with you always. Mm-hmm. Also, I find it very interesting, which I know we read about this last week, but both Isaac and Ishmael buried their father. Right. And though we know Abraham had other sons and daughters, this is a point that I think we could say both of those both of those generations that, you know, come from both Isaac and Ishmael, mm-hmm. they buried their father. Yeah. You know, I think that's a, a good point to be made. It is. It is. Because you've got Abraham. I mean, you've got Isaac, who's kind of the promised lineage. Mm-hmm. And you've got uh, Ishmael, who's not. But they came together and buried their father. And he gave blessings to both of them but all the promises are through isaac and not ishmael that's true let's see blah 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 blah. and his sons isaac and ishmael buried him in the cave of machpelah which is before mamre in the field of ephron the son of zoar the hittite the field which abraham purchased from the sons of heth there abraham was buried and sarah his wife and it came to pass after the death of abraham that God blessed his sons Isaac, and Isaac dwelt at Beer Lahai Roy. Okay, so we've got more genealogy here coming up. The families of Ishmael and Isaac. Now this is the genealogy of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's servant, bore to Abraham. And these were the names of the sons of Ishmael, by their names, according to the generations. The firstborn of Ishmael, Nebajoth, then Kedar, Abdim, Ibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadar, Tema, Jetur, Nafish, and Kedema. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these were their names by the towns and their settlements. Twelve princes according to their nations. These were the years of the life of Ishmael, 137 years. And he breathed his last and died. And was gathered to his people. They dwelt from Havilah to as far as Shur, which is east of Egypt as you go towards Assyria. He died in the presence of all his brethren. This is the genealogy of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah, his wife. There's still hope for us. There's I'll take still it. hope for us. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all got that or not, but we're both very single. Yeah, uh, true. And... Uh, you know, we both not like to be single. We don't really want like being single, but it's kind of the way we are right now. Um, but Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebecca as wife. The daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Padan Aram, the sister of Laban, the Syrian. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord granted his plea and Rebecca, his wife, conceived. Seems like there's a lot of barrenness going on around here. All the women that are like, you know, this is the one. This is the one that you got a promise coming mm-hmm. through. They're all barren. Not all and, of them, maybe. And but. you get the blessings from the Lord. Right, right. Which uh, I'm not like uh, being speculative, but uh, kind of gives promise to 
you know, the fact of the presence of God and, you know, the divinity of God. Yeah. All, all knowing, all powerful. He can do everything he says he can do. Yeah. He can indeed. Let's see. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord granted his plea, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. But the children struggled together within her, and she said, If all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord. Yeah, I think we actually read all of this. Yeah, I think I think I did, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... The two nations are in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the older mm-hmm. shall serve the younger. So when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed, there were twins in her womb, and the first came out red. He was like a hairy garment all over. So they called his name Esau, after his brother came out. And his hand took hold of Esau's heel, so his name was called Jacob. Now, I wonder what Jacob actually means. Does that mean, like, you know, I grabbed your heel, or I gotcha, or, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly. Yeah, here I come. I don't know. Um... But uh, apparently, because he was grabbing his heel, they're like, ah, you'll be Jacob. <laughs> so Isaac was 60 years old when she bore them. So the boys grew, and Esau was a skillful hunter, a man in the field. But Jacob was a mild man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Now Jacob cooked a stew, and Esau came in from the field, and he was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me with that same red stew, for I am weary. Therefore his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, Sell me your birthright as of this day. And Esau said, Look, I'm about to die here, so what is the birthright to me? And Jacob said, Swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils, and he ate and drank, arose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. So, yeah, we had a lively discourse about that last time. Yeah, we did. Uh, Talking about red, talking about stew, birthrights, and... uh, What is the... Yeah, because I think we've read all of this. So what is the next chapter? Next chapter is Isaac and Abimelech. Let's go ahead and start reading there. Yeah, I don't think we got all the way through this. So Isaac and Abimelech, 26. There was a famine in the land, besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell on this land, and I will be with you and bless you. For you and your descendants, I give all these lands, and I will perform the oath from which I swore to Abraham your father, and I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give your descendants all these lands, and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. I shouldn't stop there. Yeah. Um, so... I like to, uh, I guess, diss Abraham a little bit because, uh, you know, what? That's not my wife? No, that's my sister. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, he's kind of a, 
wasn't always honest, you know. No. Um, but here... I say he was always redeemed by the Lord. Yes. But he was not always honest. I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give to your descendants all these lands, and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So, you know, Abraham wasn't... He was dishonest, but... Um, and like, and with that, I would say he did always obey his laws. It did. just wasn't the first thing he thought of. Right, right. You so. know, he always had his own way of doing things. Just like I'd say, not that it justifies the way we do things. Mm -hmm. We all have our own ideas of what we should do. Right. And and God's way is always correct. It is always right. It's always true. And I think you see that played out in, in everything Abraham has done. Right. You know, and every time you see God's way not only was better, but it was the way it should have been. Yeah. So, Isaac dwelt in Gerar, and the men of the place asked about his wife. Oh, boy. Here we go again. <laughs> oh, boy. I Like father, like son. Let's see how the this goes. The doesn't fall far from the tree. Let's see how this goes. Yeah, I read a little bit further. Just, you know, like a line further, a verse mm -hmm. further. And he said, she is my sister. He must it's, have grown up with stories. His wow. mom and dad, you know, Abraham this and Sarah must have been just talking about, oh, Abraham, you remember that time when you said, that's not my wife, that's my sister. This is uh, this is time number three. Yeah, if, if all of y'all are not following along, this is time number three. Yeah, not for Abraham, though, but no, this is, Abraham, yeah. this is Isaac. Isaac's like, well, that worked for my old man. Let's yeah, give it so a shot. Let's, uh, yeah. Let's see if this still works. Yeah, and he said, she is my sister. Or he was afraid to say, she is my wife, because he thought, lest the men of the place kill me for Rebecca, because she is beautiful to behold. It's funny. It's almost like that has exactly happened before. Didn't that happen in Sodom? deja vu. Here. I know. You know, lest the men of the place kill me for Rebecca, because she is beautiful to behold. We should, like, go back. Is that exactly the... It's almost the exact I, same I mean, words. Yeah, you know. That were used before. So it's it, it's in a way just like father, like son. Yeah. Ah, he must have grown up with a bunch of stories and stuff like that. Uh, he would almost have to be to repeat it, you know, verbatim. I can see there, you know, six years old. Well, like, you and I, I have both grown up with stories of, you know, sure, well, this sure. happened. Yeah. And so, you know... In, in, in I mean, our, in I mean, our mind, you just see Sarah right now, not once but twice. But it is because I'm so good looking, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so then he's he's like, "Well, it worked for mom and dad. Let's try it again." Yeah. If it if it was good the first time, it must be good the third time too, right? You know. Okay. Now it came to pass when he had been there a long time that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked through a window and saw, and there was Isaac. Showing endearment to Rebecca, his wife. Uh-huh. Right. Wife, huh? I don't uh -huh. see that many... Uh-uh. Sister, huh? Yeah, I don't see that many people. Sister wife. Right. Yeah. That's, um... Either there's something wrong with you... Or it happens in Utah. Or it's not your sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Now it came to pass that I looked through the window and saw there was Isaac showing endearment to Rebekah, his wife. Then Abimelech called Isaac and said, <clears throat> So, quite obviously, she not your is sister. your wife. I've heard this too, twice. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like my forefathers have a similar story. Let's get together and get what exactly right, is happening right. here. My father told me once, any, you know, Abraham or his descendants, just kind of... They know, have if questionable... They, if they're standing around with good-looking women, it's because they're married, not because they're related. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, steer clear, dear brother. That's right. Yes, yes. So anyway, <clears throat> quite obviously, she is your wife. Not your sister. So how could you say she is my sister? Isaac said to him, <laughs> because I said... Slipped my mind, did <laughs> Because I said, lest I die on her, on her account, you know. <laughs> and Abimelech said, what is this you have done to us? Wait, wait. Where have we heard wait, this before? Wait, Haven't we heard this before? What is this thing you have... It shouldn't be done. Have it? Wow. Uh, okay, hold on. Break for a second. Pause. Don't we hear this once before? This thing from a pagan. Well, no, once from a pagan. Yeah. Where you say, this thing that you've done to me, it shouldn't be done. Right. And don't you, you know, you see like a, a, a glow, a halo from the end. It's like, Aren't you a Christian? Obviously, that's not what he's saying then, because obviously Christ, Christ centered is the picture. Yet, yeah. But you're going in, in, in that you way. You've done me wrong, son. Well, but but a man of the Lord is right, what he's saying. Right. You know, you've done to me what? What was your uh, what was your example? You know, going up to Ingalls. You know, obviously the person is a complete pagan, and and he does you wrong. It's like you have done to me. Doesn't matter what faith you are, you've done to me something that shouldn't be done, and and this is what you're saying again. Yeah. In the next generation. Now here's I got a question for Bill or for anybody. Who yeah, fantastic. Me, but we don't have the Ten Commandments yet. Right. We don't have God's law yet. That is a good question. Now we do get a good idea of what's right and wrong. Right, and we I would, an I, I was, I was, I was about to say, you still have the morals, right? To where you do know. I mean, I, I, I'd say, you know, stepping a step further, even pagans have morals. Uh, apparently, you know, this not, this should not be done. Well, I've met <laughs> people. I've met people that are beyond not Christians to the point where they not only disbelieve that the fact that the Christian faith exists, but no it. faith. No, not, not that they hate it. Uh -huh. No faith exists. Oh, that's what you're and these people still have morals. Yeah. They have a code that they still live by. But at this point, you still, you, you say even Jacob. Yeah. Nothing there. It's like, just like father, like son, you see that going on. You're just like, well, what happened? 
right? And the only thing I could say is it had to have been something like stories. Well, mm-hmm. this worked. <laughs> wink, wink. Once before. Yeah. You know. Oh. Might try it again just for good luck. <laughs> oh, let's see. Let's see what Abimelech has further to say. Who was it the last guy? Who was the last king that ruler that It would be the I believe the the king of Sodom? Something like that. I'm trying to remember because for some reason it wasn't Abimelech, was it? No, it was the king of Sodom. Abraham and Abimelech. Abraham said to his wife, she is my sister. Oh, so and it was Abimelech. Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. Is that the same Abimelech? Wow, that would be... That... Isaac and Abimelech. That so would Isaac, be a twist. Uh, so Isaac dwelt in Gerar. So he's back in Gerar. So Abimelech is still at it, you know, grabbing pretty girls, you know, and Isaac is like... Yeah. <laughs> so he's seen this before. <laughs> Not only does he not he's like, believe it, he's like, wait, hold on. Who's your father? Wait, hold on. Let's let's back up. How old was Abimelech? God, I mean, he, this is Abraham. He would have had to have son. been a young king. Which we know some of the kings of Judah were very young kings. So I mean Abraham was probably dead before this, right? Correct. Wow. So, yeah. I wonder if it's the same Abimelech. Because, I mean, you've got, you know... Well, they usually listed as different. Right. If right. they are different. That's true. That's so, there, there, there's no difference. I would say it's the same one. He might Which, in this though. case, not only is he questioning it, he's like, Wait! I've heard I've that seen before. this before. In fact, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. Um, Wait, who? Who's your daddy? And he, yeah, who's your daddy? <laughs> uh, it does bring the question, though. If he's seen it before, he's got wait. Wait a minute. I've heard this before. Ma- no, no one take this woman. Yeah, I mean. I think it must be the same Abimelech. It, it has to be because, dude, how did he not like you know the first time? He must have been. Me once. Not only must he have been very young, taking an elderly woman. Yeah. But either that or he just has a long lifespan. Yeah. Because you're and and to be fair, it doesn't tell how old Abraham is when mm-hmm. this happens. Yeah. But you can you can take us probably toward the end of his lifetime. Right. So if it's toward the end of his lifetime, you have a 20-year gap between that and Abraham, So, or um, that and, and, and Isaac. So you're looking, mm, there's a bit of a gap, but it's not huge. Right. Yeah. But there's no, like, there's no characteristics of another Abimelech. Not as far as I know. That's wow. I, I think that's somebody about that. That's yeah, a, that's uh, that's something that's an interesting. Because it's the same as far as I know. We'll have to ask Bill next time yeah. he's on. Because that's I uh, mean, look at this from Abimelech's case. You know, this guy comes in. Oh, who's my sister? And well, this like, happened oh, before. Goody. And then later on down the road, he's just kind of like, I remember a guy. Uh, all I'm thinking is. 
That voice. Where have I heard that voice? So <laughs> uh, well, this happened. It's like deja vu. S- and then he sees him smooching, and he's like, ah, "Oh, he did it again." Like father, like son. Anyway, uh, quite obviously, she's not your wife. So how could you say she is my sister? And Isaac said to him, "Because I said, lest I die on her account, on account of her." And Abimelech said. What is this you have done to us? And see, what he does the, that same thing yeah, again. This yeah, is yeah. something that should. And I tell you what, with that, uh, we're, we're running short on time. We're gonna we're gonna pick up on the the next round. But this is, I, I would say, message us. You know, there's. Yeah. Uh, I I know at least through Spotify and through uh, through iTunes, you can message us and give us your intake because this is. Uh, obviously, we're gonna talk to Bill and. Uh, and obviously, Mr. Long probably sure. would have some intake. I, I'd like to hear Mr. Long's Definitely. intake on this. Uh, and but we'll, we'll we'll touch back right after this break. But so, that's, yeah, 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 we're giving you the Texans take. We'd kind of like to hear the uh, listeners take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give us, give us, because right right now we're these are pure questions. Yeah. So um, I mean, if anyone has any intake, this would be something that we uh, we long for. Definitely. Not in, uh, not in jest, but uh, <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll talk to all of our uh, previous guests and see if we can maybe get something out of it. And we'll see you in just a minute. Could that just be silly? All right, we are back. Yes, indeed. Where did we leave off? Let's see. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that's not my wife. That's my sister. I thought it was your wife. <laughs> oh, boy. But like I said, all of y'all, uh, bring, bring us your comments on that, because that's, uh, eh, this could be an interesting subject. I mean, going forward, we, we, we've seen this. This will be the third time. Not Time number three. Not yeah. for Abraham. Not but, for Abraham, yeah, but, but third time that see, we've heard. yeah. That's my sister. And I, I think after time number three, was it third time's the charm? It's not working. Yeah. And Abimelech said, What is this you have done to us? One of the people might soon have laid with your wife, and you would have brought guilt on us. Again. So Abimelech charged, his, uh, charged all his people, saying, He who touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. Uh, the man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Uh, for he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds, and a great number of servants. So the Philistines, the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father, and they had filled them with earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. Then Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar, and dwelt there. Isaac dug again the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by the names of which his father had called them. 
Also Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. But the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours! So he called the name of the well Essek, because they quarreled with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that one also. So he called its name Sinta, Sitna. Eh, it's kind of funny, honestly. I mean, it'd be kind of like, you know, uh, we were talking about oranges over uh, uh, on this day and in this seat, so I'll call this place Orange Seat. No! Bugabawa! I don't know. <laughs> it's like some name that, I'm sure that these names have something to do with it. Probably. But they just sound like gibberish to me because I don't understand what they mean, but you know. Um, we were driving by the valley and saw the and saw the oak trees. I shall name this place. Blah. I don't know. Gubba gubba lala. Gubba gubba lala. But a gala is actually a type of apple, isn't it? Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, blah blah. So I don't know. This seems kind of funny. This water is ours. So. Um, he called the name of the well Essek because they quarreled with him. Uh, anyway. Then they dug another well and they quarreled over that one also. So he called the name Sitna because that means they quarreled also. Not really. It doesn't say that. And well, it, it would be interesting <laughs> to look this up and the see difference exactly between what Essek they are. Essek and Sitna? Uh, I have no idea. Wow, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Essek? Hold on. How do you spell it? Hold on. How do you there's spell actually, it? Hold on. Actually... Hold on. We're going we're gonna to use the world of uh, Google. So he came to the Essex A. And How do you spell Essex? Nineteen. Uh, e S E K. E S E K. Oh, oh, oh! Hold on. People have looked this up before. Says Google. Uh, okay, it is a biblical name. We didn't know. Literally, that. quarrel. It says... Uh, <laughs> Literally, enmity. It says contention. Essek, the meaning of Essek is contention. Uh-huh. Enmity or quarrel. Well... No, but... quarrel. That's what this Bible says. I'm just looking at Google. Yeah, well, okay. this one actually has... See, if you look at the, the, the fluff down here... At the okay, so to be fair, again, 20. we didn't let everyone know. We are reading from, from the, the Duck, Duck Commander, Commander Faith, Faith and Family, Family Bible, Bible, which, by the way, is one of my favorites. Yeah. I think King, it's kind of slowly become one of your favorites, It's definitely too. become one of my favorites. Uh, and, and, and I like... Uh, you know, Al Robertson and Phil Robertson are... are, are I think for me that they're kind of people to look to um, because they've had, um, and not not that I idolize uh, people having you know bad past, but you can learn a, from a lot from people that you know have had certain things happen to them in the past. And Alan Phil actually compiled this Bible, um, and there's there's notes uh, throughout the throughout the Bible as there are you know any study Bible. And, uh, you know, from time to time, we should probably, you know, read some of those, sure. those paragraphs. Uh, obviously, there haven't been a whole lot relating to what we're talking about. But uh, overall, they, they have little wisdom placed in there. And uh, like any study Bible, they have footnotes, and that's what uh, Stuart was just looking from. Now, what does it act? Does it actually give Bible verses yeah, for yeah, yeah. In the, the um, footnotes? So it says, the water is ours, so we call the name of the well. 
Essek, and that's 2620, and it says literally quarrel. Well, contention um, actually would kind of mean quarrel. Yeah. Then And then 21, then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that one also. So he called its name Sitna, and that's uh, 2621, which literally enmity. Um, so quarrel and enmity. So um, the first one is they quarreled over it, and the second one is like, it's a little bit deeper than that. At yeah, this point, like, they're upset. They, they quarreled, now they're mad. Yeah. So uh, anyway, moving on. And he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So not Sitna, or not uh, uh, not Essek. So he called its name Rehoboth, which literally means spaciousness. <laughs> because he said, for now, the Lord has made room for us. Ah. Ah. And we shall be fruitful in the land. You and your sister. That's right. <laughs> wife. Your sister wife person. <laughs> that uh, gal. Then he went up from there. Yeah, but in this case, because Abraham was kind of like, she is my sister, technically. Rebecca's not technically anything like his sister. Cousin, more like. Yeah, yeah. So Abraham was stretching the truth. Isaac was flat out lying. <laughs> <laughs> then he went up from there to Beersheba. And the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of your father, Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for my servant Abraham's sake. So he built. Now he keeps bringing up Abraham, yeah. which, what did we, we. We talked about this several times. How God cannot break a covenant. Yes. You know, he is he has told Abraham he is going to make his people, you know, the number of the stars. Sure. You know, and and Sand he keeps on the beach. Exactly. He keeps bringing this up. So for me, the first thing that shoots out is, hey, this is uh this is kind of one of those important things that you should uh listen take to. Note. Yeah, take note because I'm going to do this. Yeah. And uh, and, and for me, it's it, it's kind of shot out in there like, oh, I'm going to make your, you know, but he, he throws out Abraham. Yeah, I am the God of your father, Abraham. Now, and for us, that's remembering that covenant right. because Not us as humans, we're going to forget anything. No, but as humans, three, you know, three pages, we forgot, you know, who, uh, who Abraham have his uh, had his uh, oh I it's my sister. Uh -huh. How easy is it for us to forget three pages of covenants? Right. You know, a turn of a page for us, and I think Bill really stated it firmly. Yeah. And it was a conviction for me too. You know, people read one chapter of the Bible and they're like, "Well, I've That's done my that. due diligence for the day. Yeah. Uh, what's for breakfast?" And that's the way. That's the way. That's not the way it should be. But that's yeah. the way it is. And and I'm I'm not faulting anyone specifically for that. I'm the We've same all way. Done it. I'm the same way. I will read something and think, well, I've got it for the day, folks. We I I think Stuart and I can both say that. When I was and, little, and we work with this podcast yeah. on a daily basis. When I was little, reading the Bible, man, I tell you what. I felt like I was doing such a, you know, boy, I'm really working for God here, reading his word, 
you know, after I finished my, you know, itty bitty little chapter, I'd be like, gosh, that's uh, done. I've done Moving today's on. work. Woo. That was, that was some tough stuff. Did I understand it? Yeah, not really. But, you know, I read it and I am done. And we still, you know, we read this, uh, you know, preparing for the, the podcast. And I was just talking to Stuart today about, you know, we, we sometimes don't do enough. It's mm. just like, you know, we learn things that sometimes I think, wow, you know, and I, sh- I should have, uh, I should have thought about that on my own, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's nothing to do with us. It's the fact that the, this is the living word of God. You know, every time, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what part of the world you're in, what, you know, what, you know, race you are. It doesn't matter. You're going to learn something every time you read it in what language you read it, because this is the living word of God. So every time you, you, you know, you take a verse, like some people may not have known that this happened three times that, you know, the, the sister wife protocol was put I didn't. I actually only I thought didn't. it happened twice. I yeah. was kind of, I was kind of thrown off with this week of, uh, <clears throat> well, you know, she was also my sister. I was thrown off with that because I maybe have <laughs> not maybe. Okay, I haven't been as diligent as I should <laughs> been, but the truth is out, and the truth is out. But at the same time, I've read the Bible over and over. I've like Martin and I have read this. Going on uh, up until this year. So we're talking three and a half years. So I read, you know, through the Bible, you know, different ways, whether it be, you know, chronological or, you know, from cover to cover. And I never picked up on this. And that's that's three years. So this is a new learning experience for me. So at the end of the day, I think everyone can easily take something from every verse written written in the bible and that's kind of why i i kind of said we need to we need to take this verse for verse yeah you know as as bill said you know there's no you know you're covering too much in in maybe a small amount of time yeah yeah but continue on yeah well let's see ah then he went up from there to beersheba and the lord appeared to him the same night and said i am the god of your father abraham do not fear, for I am with you. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be hearing that a lot more throughout this scripture. And um, throughout, I was about to say, just because, throughout the Bible in general. Right, right. Um, and, and I because, think... Because, I mean, all of the Israelites, you know, <clears throat> it's easy to talk about the Israelites. They were so stupid. Oh, my goodness. You know, couldn't they just not make a golden image of a bowl or something and then worship it? You know, I mean, they they were like, you know, God will do whatever you say. Just get us out of this mess. And then God's like, okay, I'll help so, you out here. So J.I. Packer actually makes a brilliant and by Thursday I will try to find it because I am a I'm a big fan of J.I. Sure Packer. Um, and I and I actually have the book that it comes from. Oh, so if I can be uh, be knowing God. Ah yes, yes. So if I am diligent enough to to find that, I will uh, I will try to find that by Thursday for everyone. Uh-huh. But he talks about the spirit of fear. Ah, fear is in everybody. Yeah, it it is 
<clears throat> and and he takes it as a point of it's not a natural thing. Mm-hmm. It's a oh, sin-filled interesting. thing. Interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. It is because fear didn't exist until sin entered the world. So I from, remember reading through that from the, the Bible point. Study, yes. Uh, see, see, Martin and I went through this years before uh-huh. y'all went through it in the Bible uh-huh. study. So, like going through the Bible study, I was like, "Wow, I've got a head start!" Wow, you know, because Martin and I, uh, Martin Payne, and we'll, we'll have him. We should try to have him on Thursday. That'd be good. Oh, that would be that. amazing. I will try to set that up for everyone, for our uh, our, our pastor here in Black Mountain, North Carolina. He's already given us a shout-out in the sermon. He has, and he is uh, he is ready to go. Uh, we just need to set something up with him, and I will try to do that for everyone Thursday. Yeah. Uh, so y'all, y'all hold me accountable if I don't if shoot me a message. If you um, invite him onto the show for Thursday, assuming that I'm not doing it, which I might actually... <laughs> Uh, oh, so are you gonna be gone? You're gonna be gone Thursday. No, 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 not. This are you Thursday. not gonna be gone? No, no, no. no, no. This okay, is, no, so no. when when are you leaving Wait, for you your trip? This week or next week? Yeah, for for Pastor Weaver. When are you leaving That's for your trip? A week from Thursday. Okay, so you're you're good this yeah, Thursday. Good this okay, Thursday. but what I'm saying is, um, be sure to let him know which chapter that we're gonna be. Reading no, no, we time. absolutely will. Yeah, uh, I'll let him know where we are, but I'll need to I need to discuss that being it with said, him. It would be kind of fun. At some point, to not tell them and just see what they come up with. I know, right? That's spur of the moment. They would rather know ahead of time. True. Moving on. But what were you going to say? So what I was saying is, uh, you know, uh, J.I. Packer makes the comment that uh, the spirit of fear is not natural to humans. Hmm. It is only natural because we've had the sin nature introduced to us via the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve knew nothing of fear before that. The first time you see fear entered is, well, we were naked and ashamed. Mm-hmm. Now they were afraid of God. Hiding so them. you have that fear of God that's now been introduced. And what comes with the fear of God? Everything else. You're now afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. So the fear of the fear of everything has been introduced. So I think you see this and, you know, everything you have an institution of fear in, you know, should revert back to the fear of God. Yeah. That's where we should be focusing our point. But you see that throughout all of the Old Testament, that there is fear mm-hmm. of individual things. Right. And now as you're saying all those fears stem from the fear of God? What I, well, the way J.R. Packer puts it is fear was not an institution until the sin, right. uh, until the fall of man, right. yeah. which was, we didn't have fear. What, what we were we have been a fear of? We didn't of? need a fear. Right. What were right. we afraid of? Yeah. So at that point, fear became a thing. And that's where God yeah. tried to like, center our fear to fear of God yeah. instead of fear of everything. But what you see here in the text is a fear of everything, right. so instead of a general fear of. If there's a guy, if there's a guy with a, you know uh, uh, a Springfield XDM forty five on his holster, you don't need to worry about him. You shouldn't be afraid of him. You should be afraid of God until you kick him in the shins. Yeah, then you should be worried. You know? But your your first fear in in J.R. Packer's the way he puts it in his book, your fear should be fear of God, right? Because right. that's where the wrath comes from. That's where that's the, where that's, the punishment comes yeah, from. That, that, that's that's the one you shouldn't fear anything you. but God. And you see that in the in the Garden of Eden. Is it? Where, uh, is it? Um, he talks about it in his uh, in his book in the 
the the chapter about wrath of God. Right. That's right. where he talks about the stemming of the fear of God. We we fear so many things. We fear, you know, let's say budget. We fear our budget. We fear our money. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it, and, and, and that's where our gods are. And in, in his, you know, we build these false idols and kind of his ideas, but kind of the way he puts it. And that's what we fear. When in the end of the day, we should be fearing God because God is the only one that can change this or that or the other. Well, and we kind of think it was, that. I think it was Paul that said, you know, I think I could be very wrong. Uh, maybe it was Jesus that said it. I'm not sure. But um, why uh, uh, don't fear somebody who can kill the body? Feel, fear the one who can kill body and soul. I actually think that was Paul. Was that Paul? Okay. Yeah, I think, I think Corinthians. Not all the time. I think that. Yeah, I think that. What <laughs> we'll have to uh, we'll crazy. have to double check that. But I think that was Paul yeah, in Corinthians. Yeah. And that's yeah. I mean. You know, we should be soul, we yeah. should be fearing the one that created us, not the one that. And I say this obviously for our un, for our listeners to understand. We should we should be fearing the creator more than the destroyer. And I'm not saying you know obviously sin will destroy you in the end if you let sin overtake sure. you, but you should fear God because not he not only the power to create exactly he has yeah. the power to create. And he also has the power to redeem. Mm. So at the end of the day, the wrath of God, the fear, that is important. And most people, they they distake that fear of God as, well, you know, I mean, I guess God can do everything. I generally fear him, but we don't take, and that's what J.I. Packer, he has two chapters back to back. Fear of God, wrath of God. He's trying to break it down for everyone you need to be afraid of God, but not in the way that, you know, a slave would fear a distasteful master, but in the way I fear a snake. Okay, I fear a snake in the way that I respect a snake to know I'm not getting near you. I know you're going to, you know, you're going to bite me. But at the same time, God's, God's, the fear of God is the same way. You know the fear of God comes with wrath if you do something sinful. This is distasting to him. But he can redeem you from all. That's where the grace comes in. You know, I mean, I mean, throw me off if I'm wrong, but that's where that's where all of that comes into play. And that's, you know, if you read if you read J.I. Packer, Knowing God, I recommend it. I mean, definitely. I recommend it. Yeah, it is. My my favorite definition of wisdom is. Yeah, it, it is. It is well worth the read. It would probably take you a couple days if you read it just raw, but I mean, I'm sure Amazon probably has it on, you know, Kindle. You could you could bring it up and read it in a couple days. Good shout out there. Ah, uh, let's move on a little bit. Let's see. Here we go. Then he went up from Beersheba, and the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, "I am the God of your father Abraham." Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for my bless, oh, for my servant Abraham's sake. So he built an altar there and called the name, uh, called on the name of the Lord. He pitched his tent there, and there Isaac's servants dug a well. It doesn't say what they named the well. <laughs> now that is interesting. Yeah. Didn't it name the previous wells? It did, yeah. Uh, then Abimelech came to him from Gerar with Ahuzath, one of his friends, and Fecol, the commander of the army, 
And Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me since you hate me and have sent me away from you? But they said, We have certainly seen that the Lord is with you. So he said, <laughs> Let there now be an oath between us, between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you. So the side note, you, you see the fear of the Lord no here. Harm. <laughs> you see the fear of the Lord it's here. It's an indirect by, fear of by the Lord. pagans. Yes. yes, yes. And see, this is what, uh, you know, I'll give a shout out to my dad here. You know, we would we would be rolling through on vacations. Uh-huh. Um, and and I'm sure everyone has probably seen them like I have. You see these signs on the side. They're not signs. They're billboards. You're talking, you know, you know, probably 20 by 30 feet, you know, they're look at me if you get a chance sure. kind of a kind of uh signs. And, and and they're always something around. You see them posted around Christmas time. I'm sure you've seen them. You know, like, uh, well, Santa isn't real because Jesus isn't real. All of these things. And from an early age, my dad, you know, kind of made this this throw to me that only... And th this is where I get the difference. I'm going to explain all of this right here. But um, people that put those signs up... You know, a lot of people would say, you know, they're agnostic, but they're really not agnostic. They're anti-Christ. Yeah. They're not agnostic because the the words and uh, Martin Payne will have to ask him when we have him on Thursday. Mm -hmm. He is he's really kind of an expert in the whole Greek Hebrew. I'm not. I'm I'm a virgin in that world. <laughs> so when it comes to it, but the, the, the word a in front of that usually means not. So agnostic is a simply a word of not knowing. You yeah. don't know. You don't know. That yeah. exists. But an anti, like I would say, <clears throat> you know, I have a cousin that a lot of them would say is agnostic, but she's really anti-Christ because it's not any religion that she doesn't face. She's just anti anything that's Christian. And that's what a lot of these billboards are. You know, they're anti Christ, anti anything that has to do with Christ. Sure. And we see that in everyday world. Yeah. It's just it's being thrown at us. And that's that's kind of what you see here. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, before Christ, but it's a good, as Bill would put it, a shadow. A shadow. I actually kinda like that. It's a good word, yes. It it's, is, it's you know, aptly describes it's it, it really are. does, because there are shadows of Christ before he comes. And really, that's the only way you can describe it. Yeah, I mean, because obviously you have you have visions of Christ, <clears throat> obviously before, mm -hmm. and the only way to describe it is really just a shadowing of Christ to come. So let's see. Um, and Isaac said to them, "Why have you come to me since you hate me, and have sent me away from you?" But they said, <laughs> we've certainly seen that the Lord is with you. So he said, let there now be an oath between us, between you and us. Let us make a covenant with you that you will do no harm to us since we have not uh, touched you and since we have done nothing to you but good and have you sent away in peace. You are now the blessed of the Lord. <laughs> wow. They are, uh, um, you know, like... Uh, it's God like, apparently uh, likes you. It's like, wow, you're Superman. We're going to stick close because uh, 
we don't agree with everything that you're saying, but uh, all of a sudden you're you're, you're helpful. God likes you, and we're worried because if God likes you and you don't like us, God might not like us either. So <laughs> I'm I'm gonna throw a contrary thing out there. Uh-huh. That, uh huh. That a lot of people, I don't know. I'm weird, so generally I think of, when I think of these things, I'm like, well, nobody thought of that but me, but maybe other people did. I just thought about Pharaoh and Moses. Why did Pharaoh not have that moment of, well, you know what? Your God seems to be real. We should make a covenant. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. He didn't, did he? I, I know I'm He's weird. Kind of like, I thought get, about let's that. Get you out of here as quick as we can, but so you God here's, destroy us. here's the thing. Uh huh. God specifically said, "I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. It's not going to make it easy for you." Yeah. But at the end of the day, even when that wasn't a case, mm-hmm. never did Pharaoh go. <laughs> you know what? You might be right. Maybe I should sign. There was no fear of the Lord. That's an interesting point. It was something I have like that. That folks, that is fresh. That is uh, that is Briglands coming fresh to you because I have never thought about that until wow. just now. There was no fear, fear of the there? Lord. No, Moses had fear of the Lord because he had that moment of, uh, uh, "Who are you? I am God." Well, who am I? He had he already had the fear of the Lord. I mean. Folks, if I walked past a burning bush and it started talking to me, <laughs> I'd be a little scared. <laughs> uh, we would have fear from that moment on. You, you would, you would win me, right there. Yeah. But Pharaoh didn't have that, and I, I know I'm jumping ahead in what's to come. But when you're looking at this, and it talks about the fear of the Lord, not in that sense. But you're thinking, this is a covenant between two people. Oh, you know what? You've got the Lord on your side. All of a sudden, I should be on your side too. At no point did Pharaoh say, (laughs) yeah, seems like you're a little bit right. I should be. That never happened. But why didn't it happen? See, I think these people, they feared that Mm -hmm. because the fear of the Lord was in them. Yeah. But Pharaoh rejected that the fear of the lord was not in him yeah what does it say the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom yeah you guys are making very wise choices here yeah they're they're, they're jumping out there god loves this guy we should be nice to him aside from god is throwing you know plagues at us and the apparent he apparently likes these people over here let's continue to torment them you know, it's I, not th- wise. That's just what I picked up out of this. Yeah. You know, yeah. that there, there's no, there's fear of the Lord here, but not with Pharaoh. Yeah. So there, there, there's a change there. Yeah. But I well, tell you what, we are, I think that's we are we kind of short not on quite time. done with this chapter, but we'll fill it, finish it up uh, next time. We will. We will. We're, I could speed read this, but come on, there's there's some good stuff in here. There's too, uh, so there's we'll far see. there's far better stuff to to join in on. Oh so wow, we'll, okay, yeah. We'll see. So uh, we'll see you next week at. And hopefully we'll try to have Martin Payne on here. See if we can get him on here. And uh, we'll see you next week. Adios. Hey, folks. Thanks for listening to the Texans Take. You can follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and more. 
follow us, leave us a message, let us know what you think. Tell your friends about us, share us on Facebook, 